0: I'm John Elsesser, Executive Director here at IMPEA, and welcome back to Season 5 of the Statehouse Express. And yes, it's that time again. Legislators from around the state reconvened at the Statehouse on January 8th for what is referred to as a short session because it's not a budget year. Not being a budget year means that no bills will be passed that have a cost associated with them, at least a cost not already in last year's budget. With that said, it doesn't mean necessarily it's going to be a quiet year. There'll be plenty of bills filed and we'll be watching closely for any impact on non-public schools. We're currently tracking about 50 bills. Every year we have to play defense and this year will be no different. There are already bills that are raising red flags. The House Education Committee held its first meeting on January 10th and the Senate Education Committee met for the first time last week. Because it's a short session, things move quickly. As you would expect, there will be lots of attention on literacy, workforce development, absenteeism, and in a sundry of other topics. On January 10th, House Education heard four bills. HB 1001 is a cleanup bill on last year's CSA bill, HEA 1002. It passed out of Committee 9-4, to and it now goes to Ways and Means. HB 1002, which merited many, many hours of testimony, dealt with adopting a definition of anti-Semitism. It passed 12-0 to 0 and has since passed out of the full House unanimously. HB 1042 added some funding sources for transition to teaching scholarships, and it passed out of both House Ed and Ways and Means. And now head to the House floor. House Bill 1243 had to be tabled until the following week, and then last week nine bills were heard across those two committees. HB 1233 expanded the definition of eligible schools for robotics grants to include state board approved third-party accredited schools. HB 1243, a kitchen sink bill that was tabled from last week, provides some additional guidance on the design of the new high school diploma, among many other things, but it also was held for further amendments coming up this week. HB 1380, another kitchen sink bill, included the birth date eligibility change for the SGO and ESA programs to align with last year's change for the voucher program to October 1st. It also included some language that addressed a feeder school issue that we found up in northwest Indiana. It passed out of committee on party lines 7 to 4. A major bill, Senate Bill 1, was heard in Senate Ed, which deals with reading requirements related to the state's concern on low passage rates on I-rate 3. This is a priority bill for IDOE, for the Senate and the House and even the governor. The bill currently includes many new requirements that apply also to state accredited and choice schools. And so far, we've not had much success in pushing back on these new regulations. It includes things like a required use of a universal screener, as well as DOE having a preferred screener made available. It requires IREAD 3 to be given to second graders. It also requires summer school for some students. It does provide non-public school access to summer school funding. And it adds additional requirements for schools with an IREAD pass rate below 70%. They include requirements on curriculum and the employment of a literacy coach. It also proposed phased-in requirements regarding retention for not passing IREAD 3 by third grade after three attempts, and it tightens the exemptions. It did, although, add an additional exemption that if a student is proficient in ILEARN math, they would be able to be promoted. We really encourage our elementary schools to familiarize themselves with this bill and to reach out to their elected representatives with comments and feedback. Another bill that's drawn significant attention is Senator Ryan Mishler's SB 255. This bill would sundown the current Choice Scholarship program and replace it with another ESA type program. The bill was heard last week with limited testimony, but there was no vote taken on that bill. Senator Mischler has said that he will bring it back up next year when it is a budget year. We continue to study that proposal and we'll be engaging schools in that conversation as well as informing them about their need to advocate about the bill prior to next legislative session. (laughs) With all of that, it can go without saying that advocacy and your engagement this session will again be critical. We will need you. So appoint your legislative liaison, set your public policy goals and be ready for when IMPE alerts are sent out. In the last mailing you received, there was a link to this year's advocacy video. Please show it to your boards and your other stakeholder groups. We'll need everyone's help this year and as we look forward to 2025. So until next week's episode of the State House Express, be well and God bless.